Here we go. Travis, good my evening. Man. Good what night. Is, what is up, my friend? Nothing at all, man. Just, um, you know what I want our uh, outro to be? What, what, what? Um, let me do this right. Hold on. Okay. Good night. <laughs> and goodbye. Bang. <laughs> I don't know why, think, for some reason, I was mix those every time. I, I was going to say, I think you actually did it bass-hackwards. <laughs> did I, did, did, I, I don't know why. I always get those things mixed up. I was afraid it was goodbye actually, or goodnight. I think you fired the shot too soon, too. Because <laughs> I believe it is, and I quote, goodbye, goodnight. Oh, Pow. see, I always confuse Don't those. interrupt me before I do the shot, damn oh. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's too late. You ruined it. I'm over. I'm over it. Here we go. Yeah. I already ruined my Kenny Omega impression. So I'm more and more and more like getting obsessed with Kenny Omega. He's become my little indie crush. Dude, it, overall, I was actually I talked about this with uh, one of my uh, one of my commentary buddies just this past or just actually a couple hours ago. I ran into him at the gym, and he and I talked for a little bit, and uh, I, I I told him the very same thing that that I've been feeling recently is. I'm getting more interested in New Japan than I am WWE now. I know. It's, to me, it's harder to watch it, but I've like but actually been like going out of my way to look up clips of what's going on. And it's and it's more so. I have my own way of watching it. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I yeah I go out of my way to try to find uh, a way to watch them now because it's. I don't really care that there's not, like, a whole lot of story to them. I don't really care that there's not, like, all necessarily the flashy characters or the, the – honestly, I'm, I'm glad there's, like, no PG rating on them. For now. For now, sure. You know, they're coming to America pretty soon. Like, they're actually going to do, like, a whole American thing. Yeah, yeah, which I, I read that too, and that'll be sometime next year. Um, oh. But, but still, it's it's – I don't know. I just feel like they're providing a better product. I think know? it's because they're just focused more on wrestling. You go there more for wrestling. You do. You, they are. De- I and, can't. I can't disagree with that at all. They're. Uh, they are. And a little side thing, real quick. You heard the GFW Impact thing. They're supposedly saying Jeff Jarrett is going to try to make an Impact Wrestling like a PG thirteen or like a rated PG sixteen thing. Dude, they've been they've been trying to do that even back in their TNA days, which is why they were actually successful back then mm. uh, because they didn't go with the PG moniker. They were they were exactly what uh, wrestling needed at the time because yep. when there's not a number two promotion, when there's not an alternative, and all you have is WWE, which essentially that's what all we had up until about 2004, 2005. No, you know what? Scratch that. I would even say 2006. Um, 
2005 going into 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, when all you have is WWE, you get you don't have any options, you know. And and I get that WWE was trying to mimic the the whole Monday Night War slash com- competition yeah. thing. Still, even still, when they have the brand split now, but the brand there was something that was different about the brand split back then than it is now. I can't put my finger exactly on what it is that's that's different, but I felt like the brand split was more effective back in 2002. Really? Okay, besides the whole free agent crap, I do feel like the brand split is more of a brand split this time. It feels more down the line, clear cut, you know who's on what team. Back then, it was constant people jumping over left and right, which is starting to happen now. People are jumping to both, both, you know, Raw and SmackDown. The main guys, main eventers just show up The Rock, show up on Raw. Stone Cold show up on SmackDown. It got kind of like, you didn't know, not Stone Cold, but you know what I mean. It got so like, there's no need for a brand anymore. Well, see, and I, I feel like that was, I feel like that was more... Exciting? More, uh, no, no. I, I felt like that, that the brand split was more, uh, more noticeable back then than it is now. Yeah. Um, mainly because... It, to, a little to your point was you felt like the, like the main stars were were jumping ship too often, um, which when they started the brand split, if you remember back in uh, in O2, for a while there they they went with the storyline and I think they were doing this because they were seeing who fits better on mm. what shows. Yeah. But there was a time where it it did it felt like that it, people would go from SmackDown to Raw, Raw to SmackDown. And then finally, I think it was in September of 2002, uh, Vince McMahon, on character, I should say, uh, on-screen character, came out and was like, okay, because um, they were running with the whole like contra- uh, they were running with the whole idea that uh, wrestlers could become free agents back then. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they were will- they if they wanted to, they could negotiate with the other brand to jump ship if they wanted to, and they- and they kept going that route. Yeah. Uh, and then Vince McMahon, again, on-screen character Vince McMahon, came out and was like, no, this is a deadline. You have until this day to make your final decision of where you want to go, um, of when negotiations are there, and then that's it. Then the only other time... Are you talking you about have... real life? Huh? Are you talking about real life or on TV? No, 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 no. Like I said, on-screen on characters. Oh, okay. Like, that's that's how they solidified who would stay on the shows. Um it wasn't until they initiated the the annual draft that you would see guys start going from show to show. Yeah. But even then, it was only the select top guys that would switch spots. Oh, crap. Um, Hold on. Fucking bam. Sorry about that. I had a little uh, mess up. What were you saying? Um, that's, that's where I felt like the, the brand split was more effective there because now – I, I still I still feel like you can you can tell a difference between the Raw and SmackDown brands, and once again I feel like SmackDown is becoming, or I'm sorry I've said this numerous times now, uh, SmackDown is the better show. You think, it's, you think it still is? I do. I think they've hit a bit of a slump right now because because yeah. I was talking to this with a friend of mine earlier this week. Last couple, the SmackDown product yeah was was kind of like Raw, very boring. It was there wasn't a whole lot, there wasn't a whole lot going with it. Um, it felt like a did bunch you, of. Did you like the Chad Gable AJ style match? You know, I I did. I I liked Chad Gable 
and I've been saying this. Do you think he really has something? Because I cannot tell. Yes. I was watching that match. Like the match was good. Yes. But I couldn't like I couldn't really pinpoint if this guy was gonna make it or not because no, just how, he, he has a weird look to him. Like he's a mid carter, but I cannot tell. He won't. He won't be a mid carter. Or well, let me scratch that. I won't say that he won't be a mid carter forever because he. I think he has main event potential. Um, he's kind of small though. He he is, but I mean that's like smaller than average. I mean, someone like I'm not talking about AJ Styles small. I'm talking about like he doesn't have any, a lot of strength compared to like AJ Styles, who is like. I agree. As a matter of fact, I almost feel like, and this is just my opinion, him along with Kalisto should have more of a presence on 205 Live. Um, I think he would benefit greatly from being on 205 Live, but I also don't know if he necessarily is uh, legitimately. Just, about his name. Live. His name to me does not like. I know it's not all about names and stuff, but that name is, like, not good. Well, here's the thing, and, and this goes back to his NXT days with, with Jason Jordan. First yeah, off, they were a good team. It, first off, I don't even want to talk about how WWE, Ruined much like, they, like what they've done with the Ascension. Yep. Uh, oh, America, God, don't get me started on that. Trust me, I can go all day. They destroyed the Ascension, man. The, yeah, the, and, here, and this... <laughs> talk American about a freaking Alpha, Doomsday device. Dude, American Alpha is falling right into the same category, yep. and I'm so pissed because, first off, the Ascension goes from being the most dominant tag NXT team. tag team. Yeah, they were the longest reigning NXT tag team champions, and I believe their record still currently holds. I think I, I think they're about to break it. What's those guys' names? The Authors of Pain. Which I'm bored. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think they are. I don't think they're about to break that. Oh, okay. I think they still have uh, – I want to say they, they still have a little ways to go in order to do that. Um, but but because um, I, I, I want to say the Ascension held it for at least 200 days. I want to say okay. I, could, I could be wrong. Um, that That's would, more that than would, I was thinking. Well, that would require me doing a little bit more in-depth research. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, American Alpha were the ones who dethroned the Ascension – or I'm sorry – um, was it? They they weren't the ones that uh, beat them for the tag titles. But the thing is, is I believe the Ascension went back down to NXT for like a match or something. Okay. Once they were already on the main roster, and I believe it was with American Alpha, I think. Um, again, I'm not gonna say for certain because it may not have been them. Um, but American Alpha were firing on all cylinders, and they had the best storyline because it was Chad Gable who kept approaching Jason Jordan, who was in a bit of a slump mm -hmm. because he was trying to find a good tag team partner after his first partner, who, of all things, was mm -hmm. Ty Dillinger. Um, it didn't work out, and that and that team really didn't. I mean, I, I wasn't interested in them, didn't really care to see them, but then there were weeks upon weeks of Jason Jordan trying out tag team partners, and after each time failed, it was Chad Gable who would approach him and be like, "Listen, we have this in common." I remember this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you only you only need to pick me. Give me a chance. I promise you, we can do something. And then a reluctant Jordan, on-screen character again, reluctant Jordan mm -hmm. was like, "All right, fine, I'll give you a shot." And then, literally, very first match, they showed exactly how great of a team that they really could be and even more so chad gable is is the charismatic one of the team he's he's got the character he's to me this i is didn't just really like jason jordan much but 
I mean, I like Jordan because of his size, but I mean, honestly, he doesn't really have much of a character. Well, everybody has. I mean, you guy. can find anybody with size these days. Exactly. Chad Gable, though, I promise you, um, he has all the potential in the world. I guarantee you, if if WWE were to literally invest time with Chad, I think they're going to. I think they're going to. I mean, they they put him in a, style, a match with AJ Styles. I can see them going a long way. Do you think he, he do you, has I, potential to be a Kurt Angle? You know, I can see that. Um, Matter of fact, I guess I need to see I, more I of him talk and stuff. Because I think when he was around, I wasn't too much NXT. I wasn't watching NXT as religiously. Right now, I'm watching it pretty, pretty consistent again. Yeah, no, Chad, Chad Gable, he's he's definitely the charismatic one, and he's definitely got the more star power, or I should say, potential star power. Superstar. To yeah, Superstar. totally can see it. Totally see it. Um, um, as for Jordan, I don't know. But speaking of SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Because we were talking about this, I think, just last week about the lack of Ty Dillinger. On I the know, and he I was got the down same to thing. the final three. I know, staying the same thing. I was like, man, we were just talking about that. I made it like the headliner of one of the parts of the podcast, and they had him like on a segment backstage and like in a match. It's like, okay, well, somebody must have heard me or heard us. Right. <laughs> we're fine. We're making we're making rumblings. You know, it's so funny though. I'm not saying we did this, but you know, I swear to you, Travis. After we posted um, about, I made the headline of our last podcast, like overdoing women's wrestling. You know your topic. Yeah. I swear to you, there was three other podcasts that follow us that did the same topic two days later. And, and not only that, weird. not only weird. that, dude. You you and I were texting this the very next day. The very next day. On I know. Our podcast I mean, last week. We were talking about how Impact Wrestling should really just call themselves GFW now since they merged just because it sounded way better. It does. And what do you know, the very next day, there's an article that goes out. It's like, oh, TNA to be rebranded into GFW. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, that kind of stuff's too so big. I know it's not because of us. But people like doing podcast stuff, podcast yeah. themes and um, questions. I just and thought that was funny. Oh yeah, and I thought something too. I was gonna text you and be like, "What?" I was actually gonna text him like, "Hey man, did you hear about the GFW thing?" <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. And yeah, I, like you said, I know we didn't have anything to do with that, but I I got a kick out of that. Um, since we're still on SmackDown, what did you think about uh John Cena and Rusev both returning same night? Um, I, I have to kind of side with Eric Bischoff, um, who on his podcast, um. Uh, talked about the now upcoming flag match between Cena and Rusev yeah. at Battleground. Um, he called it boring, and I'm the same. Well, the, you know what? Those are the kind of comments that makes the wrestlers want to prove themselves in the match. True, but but it's not the wrestlers because we already know John Cena can go. Well, here's the thing. They have a good match. Instead of pinning, you just get the flag. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. You have, you have two guys who legitimately can go because Rusev can go too. And and to Rusev's credit now, um, I'm gl- I'm very very glad that they kind of have seen that Rusev is more than just a Bulgarian yes. or Russian character. Yes, I actually, love this. You're he right. He had more depth. Yes, he, and he's funny. He like, really before, freaking is, man. Before he got hurt, yep. when he and Gender were back on Raw and they were doing that little tag team for a little bit, yep. dude, handsome Rusev, he was. Funny, he was slaying it. I was like, "Wow!" I know, and I even liked how he came out 
on, on a SmackDown, and he kind of like he stopped doing his accent so much, and just was more normal, more organic. Well, you know that that's not that you know that the accent's real. It's not. Yeah, fake, yeah, like, yeah. Honest, right? I, dude, yeah, I know his accent's real, but I'm, I'm but I'm saying he like, let he toned so. it down and he started using more words. And you know, one of the things that I've I've gotten a kick out of here recently, and and it, it was true again was. One of the best parts about Roos's promo, and I thought this when he was talking, was how truthful what he was saying was. Oh, yeah, that's for a lot of wrestlers, though. Yeah, but, I mean, and it wasn't just truthful towards wrestling fans. He was actually kind of being true about some legitimate, some may call sensitive topics when it comes to, like, our country, how we view things. Well, we that's debatable. Things. I mean, to an extent, I know what you mean, but... No country's perfect. We're not gonna get into that kind of stuff. Tonight. Oh no, no, <laughs> we're never gonna. But be perfect, while we're on like touchy, millions. while we're on touchy topics, man, I was extremely surprised the Usos had that in them. That was very, oh, that was entertaining. God. Oh my god! I'm serious. Like I thought New Day was gonna kill it, but even without even without uh, the Usos doing their little rated R jokes and stuff, they were really good. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Um, first off, the New Day did not win that rap battle. Oh, hell no. That, that was absolutely a Everybody knows. Oh, it was But they bad. need to do that kind of stuff again. I was, like, really taken back. I was, like, going like, to fast forward over this part because I watched Hulu, like, the next day. I was, Me like, I'm fa I, I automatically hurt when I heard about it a week before. They, they did, like, advertising. I go, I'm fast forwarding over that crap. <laughs> right. But no, I I mean it's been the talk of, of SmackDown and wrestling here in the last couple of days since yeah. it happened. But man, the the I have to, I can't I can't take it away. The rated R line that was perfect. I you mean, know they had to do that though. No, no, dude. No, I'm saying you know I knew that was coming. I knew somebody that was coming. Well, I mean, no. Here's the thing. While you you may have thought that was coming, here's here's what I later found out mm -hmm. from one of my one of my other websites was that went off script. Really? Like, yeah, like they weren't they didn't write that before. No. Vince will hold them back for that crap though. That came right off the top of the dome, and it was so well delivered. Like, and everybody in the crowd reacted to it. it was oh yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I know it was pretty good. I was like, I was not expecting that, but I'm yeah. saying I I was expecting some kind of something risque to make it go over a little bit, and that's what that's what I got. Yeah, well, they definitely went the risque route. <laughs> um, yeah, but all in all, are you are you still feeling Braun versus Roman? Is it still intriguing you at all, or? It's. It, I think I said I may have said it already. It's kind of fizzling for me, so. I mean, it's it's been fizzled. It's not. It's not really anything. The crowd that... seems crazy about it. I don't know. Well, and, and and I think I think the ambulance match that that same guy I was telling you that I was talking tonight at the gym, um, he he knows it's a gimmick match, and he's like, eh, it'll it'll just be, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And he was he was right there, but at the same time, yeah, I I could kind of see it this past Monday that that some people were actually into it. Yeah. Um, I think. Not well, obviously not everybody. Yeah. But Roman, at least I, I've said it a dozen times. I no, continue to say. It again. Sorry. Um, Roman is Roman is good. You know. Um, uh yeah, he's really good actually. Everybody freaking hates on him, but he's a freaking awesome seller. 
Yeah, it's just, I'm uh, I'm still the one that's that's critical of his mic skills, and I will. Oh hell yeah, I am too. I will probably always be critical of that because. But he's I getting a little like better though. Recently, he's getting he's the more cocky he gets, the more I'm liking him. Well, and the thing is, is he's getting to that. He's being what John Cena should have been, and this is and yes, this is, yes. This is this is what I'm. Mean yeah, because John Cena was always literally the baby face like he didn't he didn't really start reacting to the crowd until about maybe 2013 yeah. maybe even maybe even a little bit sooner maybe even 2012 um then he really started to kind of embrace the booze and everything like that roman already knows that the second he walks into a building half the crowd His likes booze him. are worse than Racina's ever were oh yeah man oh, yeah I'm telling you, there's going to be, and if it's not at WrestleMania, which I feel like honestly it should be, then it it'll happen here soon. I don't know, man. They keep doing this crap with these main faces, and they never do it for us, and it pisses me the fuck off. I'm telling you, the Ro Roman versus Cena is going to happen, and I promise you, I promise you, John Cena will never look more like a superhero than he will that night. Uh, if you Are think, you sure? Dude, I totally Because if Roman turns heel, people are gonna go crazy for him. He won't turn heel. They're gonna I guarantee this is what this is what they're gonna, gonna make Cena heel? Do what? They're, they're gonna make Cena heel? No, listen to what I'm saying. This mm -hmm. is what's gonna happen. I'm predicting it, I'm calling it now. Mm -hmm. I I hope it's at WrestleMania, but even if not, this is how I'm gonna tell you their storyline will play out. It will be presented as in WWE's mind, yeah. it will be face versus face, but the fans, the fans, or WWE Universe as they want to call them, they will be rabidly, rabidly behind John Cena because... Is he going to be a, a rab rabid Wolverine? Well, we, I don't know if we can go on that topic. But <laughs> I'm glad you got that so quick. Yeah, I, I'm, dude. Come on. I mean, well, I don't look, know. Who you're, look who you're talking to. I know, I know. So I'm also older than you, so certain things I feel like I remember better than you. But whatever. You're talking to the wrestling historian. Are you sure you want to continue? That's a good name for you, the wrestling historian. I know, right? <laughs> that should be maybe a good little call name for your announcing job. I know, right? Maybe that is that's a, something to think about. Yeah. But I promise you, it'll be laid out exactly as I'm saying. Cena is going to be in the fans mind he's going to be literally what he's been super Cena he will be that and he will get the cheers I promise you he will get the cheers Roman will get the booze and yeah if you, it's it's going to be kind of like the Undertaker only a very downgrade scale because as much as people like and people like me who not only respect but are starting to like Cena and for me I actually like Cena I I've said it several times now and in my mind I don't care who you who you want to compare him to um, when it comes to WWE standards mm. maybe not overall standards but at least in the WWE record books John Cena is the greatest of all time well, even, even they say on the announce team they're like this is pretty much you know the greatest wrestler ever we're living with him it's kind of cool we're living through one of the guys that pretty much has 
Yeah, I do. I'm, he's he will eclipse Ric Flair. Yeah. Oh yeah. I he mean, will... Ric Flair has never been consistent with. I mean, the fact that John Cena stayed with WWE this consistently this long through the pretty much the end of the Attitude Era, through the PG Era, through this New Generation Era, and still has stuff to give, and you still want to see him wrestle a little bit. I know it's debatable. Some people, oh, I want to see him wrestle. But man, when he puts on good matches like with Kevin's, Kevin Owens and stuff and AJ Styles, who the hell is a wrestling fan and does not want to see that stuff? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think has won him over. I think yeah. that's what people got bitch people complain. Over. Oh, you're not like New Japan because they don't have enough wrestling. When they give you a lot of good wrestling, then you bitch about you know whatever it is. You know, it's seen, I want to see Cena or somebody else. I don't know. I just, Dude, you're it. never, you're never in in this generation. I know. You're, you're never gonna please everybody in wrestling because everybody's got some. Everybody's a mark. Everybody's smart. Everybody's got their opinions. They, no, they think they're smart. That's the. That's what I'm saying. That's, the, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Uh, and I, I certainly, I, I fall right into that category. I'm yeah. Not, well, I'm you not actually know your I'm stuff bigger. compared to the average person booing. Some somebody boos because their friend boos next to them or the crowd booing. You don't know your stuff. I mean, you don't right. like really care about wrestling. You're just the right. person who's going to, to go to have fun, which is fine. We need people like that to keep the wrestling alive. I mean, if it wasn't for the bandwagon fan for NFL or for half the teams, you'd have a lot of empty seats. I mean, yeah. So, do you think? Do you think in the situation of Cena versus Reigns, do you think Cena goes over, or do you think they put Reigns over? I mean, it's almost like Cena's gone over so many times, but. It would solidify Cena as a badass. It's still. Do you, well, only, that's only, only let Cena go over if it's close to the end of his career. There's so no reason. There's almost to me. I love Cena. You know, he's my favorite guy. But Reigns is the kind of guy who's going to be there another ten years. So you're saying that Reigns needs to go over on Cena then? Well, I think they should have a match where it's like two out of three, or you know, they go for three, three falls. That way, you kind of don't know who really wins. Uh, yeah, I mean, they could. You know what I mean? Like a Triple H versus like Batista thing. Where it's like sure. three times, three pay-per-views in a row, and you feel like both guys are pretty, pretty, you know, even. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind seeing that. Oh, sorry, buddy. Travis cut out. Give him one second. He'll be back. Just me alone. Travis? Oh, sorry, sorry you cut out. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you're fine. That, see, that's when you go back to the podcast and listen to it, because I'm always saying stuff when you're going like, oh, we're waiting for Travis now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, do you think do you think Cena and Reigns could headline WrestleMania, or do you think it oh, should? Oh my God! If there's what other headliner could there be? Cena versus Reigns? That's not major. versus Styles. That's not a headliner to me. That's yes, a, it aw- is. That's an awesome freaking match. That's but a new Japan if both, match. As a yeah, matter. but but this is different. This is different people though, man. AJ Styles can talk, but I don't think Shinsuke and AJ Styles could headline WrestleMania. I Holy think moly, they, I think they could have anyway. the show stealer of WrestleMania, but for the marquee, if you're talking about business business style, business not the pun AJ Styles, her business related stuff, you're not gonna have AJ Styles or Shinsuke as your main headline match. I know it brings in a whole other country involved, but you want two guys that are profound that are made. That's why look at the last how many WrestleManias have we had now that has like main head guys, either old stars or new stars or. Old stars or you know really profound stars headline. You yeah. can't name one one time you've had like a Shinsuke or like a AJ Styles can headline. But I'm saying with Shinsuke as the last match finishing WrestleMania. Man. Oh no 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 yeah no I don't see that. Oh okay that's what you meant headline. No I meant just as a okay let me let me rephrase as, as a headline. 
Oh, then yeah, so we're gonna put it in that. Oh yeah, as one of the headliners, the top three matches of the night, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because it probably will steal the show if you see. I haven't seen. Uh, I've seen one of their matches before, and it was damn good. And Are you talking about the one from 2016? The one from uh, Wrestle Kingdom in 06? Yeah. Or, no, I'm one sorry, of the newer I, ones. Yeah, 16. I'm sorry. One of the newer ones. It was what? right before Styles came to WWE. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Have Very... you have you seen Styles' old stuff in S, what, CZW? Um, Man. No. I don't think I have. Man. I was uh, some little, like, wrestling meme site video site shared it on facebook it said, it said like oh people say cz czw doesn't have real fans or wrestlers and they no, they're, they're they i mean they have them but it is it's definitely a more gore promotion oh yeah but this is when aj styles i guess wrestled for them a little bit and mm -hmm. he had some crazy freaking matches with them i had to keep watching it was so freaking good man i mean styles styles you can put with with almost anybody, and he'll be he'll be fine. He's he's like, probably one of my favorites right now. I mean, and all in all, if he is my well well rounded with voice and matches. Oh yeah, and he's definitely. What's funny about it is when he left TNA, uh, I mean his his work rate already spoke for itself. He yeah. was a great performer, um, but it was when he got to New Japan that he really started to work on his character and mic skills and yeah. got so better at it. Um, so better, nice. Uh, yeah. It, he did. He got extremely better. I think his time and tenure with the Bullet Club faction really helped that. Um, and I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I definitely can see WrestleMania next year having at least two of their matches. I can see Cena versus Reigns, and I think it would. I think that would be a great idea. And the, I mean, it's already been rumored, and I really, 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 really do hope huh. WWE actually pulls the trigger with it. Because to me, it, um, but then again, it's Vince McMahon, and he's he's screwed up marquee matches before. Um, I really do think they would draw so much attention from not just the casual fans, but the hardcore fans too, to put Styles and Nakamura on the card for, which is again, this is part of the rumor for the WWE title, oh. and it would be incredible to see that. And I believe, again, research pending, <laughs> I believe this would be the first time ever that two men, the same two men, had a headliner for New Japan at their biggest event, which is Wrestle Kingdom that's held in January every single year, that also had the very same two men compete against one another at a WrestleMania, a WWE's big event every single year. Yeah. I believe it you're would be the right, first time right about that. for that to happen. Yeah, I can't see that. I can't, besides maybe a Jericho with somebody else, I can't see that or can't remember that ever happening before. Jericho never had that either. Jericho never wrestled for oh, – I, I won't say – okay. I don't think he – I won't say never. I know he wrestled for a promotion in Japan called War mm. back when they were around. But as for New Japan, I, if he did, I think he had a very short tenure with New Japan. So um, – I want to make keep it short tonight, so probably last topic with me and you, because I'm getting okay. tired. Um, Samoa Joe Berlesner. I am freaking amazed that they're letting Samoa Joe be built so freaking strong. Yeah, because this past Monday, wow. Brock Lesnar looked like a bitch. Man, I'm loving it. I'm loving that they're giving so much effort to Samoa Joe. He deserves it. Oh, yeah, and, and honestly, 
as much as I as as everybody, not just me, but as everybody has ragged on the pay per view name, which I can't even bring myself to say it. I yeah, really can't. Sucks. Um, as much of people have been giving crap about the name, the actual match card is yeah. not bad at all. And that's the funny part. It like the name almost ruined me. You like, I want to. I want to spend three hours, four hours of my night and watch pre shows and stuff to, for this stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, when you think about it and you think about the card, the uh, Joe and Lesnar, everybody's, I mean, that's been the talk. And apparently it's not gone unnoticed how well Samoa Joe's been getting over. Like, WWE officials are taking notice. Um, Joe versus Lesnar is the headliner, which people are very intrigued by. WWE officials also forget what the hell happens every month. Yeah. Yeah. Strowman and Reigns, this is their culmination match, which I think will be good. I think it actually is going to be a pretty good one. Um, we have now the 30-minute Iron Man tag team title match. Um, that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see, really, because this is actually, I think, going to be more so a test for the Hardys than it is for Cesaro and Sheamus. And since we did that, I almost forgot about that. That's that's going to be interesting because I don't... No, I, the whole Jeff Hardy and the Hardy thing... Did you hear about Jeff Hardy? We did put it on his Twitter yesterday. Jeff Hardy or Matt Hardy? I think Jeff Hardy. Uh, I don't know. He put seven, seventeen, seventeen. That's a that's for his, his new CD. album. Yeah. Okay, because all the sites were like going crazy saying it could be a mixed, a different thing too. No, but while we're while we're tipping on the Hardys real quick, mm-hmm. um. There was a there was something that came out earlier this week that was saying that the Hardys were so were extremely close to reaching a deal with yep. Anthem and Impact about obtaining the broken rights. Um, apparently, there was something that came out today that, according to reports on all sides, it's actually just the opposite oh. that that they're still way far apart and that it's actually leaning more towards anthem's side of the argument as opposed to the hardys which i still think is absolute bullshit i mean seriously because well fact, jeff Jarrett's involved now good luck winning anything i don't i won't say he that. will he'd rather ruin it than give him that freaking thing here's this is it's the same thing that i have i've said from the very beginning of this it makes no sense because mm-hmm. Well, Honestly, they could the put it in DVDs and videos for a while. So doesn't matter. This is why I'm saying it doesn't make sense. Impact Wrestling is strictly doing this only to screw the Hardys, and yeah. I and I mean that wholeheartedly. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Do you know why I say that? Why? Because look at AJ Styles. AJ Styles is doing mm-hmm. the same gimmick and even is using the exact same logo, which I believe he actually trademarked that logo himself, so I think he got a... Well, okay. (laughs) That's iffy, because before he got to WWE, he was going through uh, court negotiations, I guess, to see if he could even use it. So, obviously he did. Obviously he won out. But it wasn't, as far as my knowledge goes, Impact Wrestling and Anthem didn't sue AJ Styles... And he's doing the exact same, basically the exact same gimmick, using the same logos, name, everything. They didn't come after him, and he basically made his name in TNA. Samoa Joe, the same thing. The only man who I would say really has broke away from his TNA gimmick 
and made a new gimmick with the WWE and actually has done better with a gimmick in WWE has been Bobby Roode. Yeah. Bobby Roode was the quote-unquote it factor in TNA, but he really didn't have a like a not to say he wasn't a good wrestler or a, or a good character because he was, but there's something about this glorious run that is just it people people are drawn to it. Like it's money. Yeah, know? I like it too. It, everybody always said, and I said it even back then when I used to talk to you guys about TNA all the time. Uh-huh. Bobby Roode was TNA's Triple H, and that's now, what it feels like. Really, he does. Yeah, he's he's a younger Triple H, and he's in the best shape of his entire career. He's on top of the NXT mountain, leading the new NXT generation, and yeah, he's he completely turned himself from. He went from chicken shit to a chicken salad, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just redneck term right there. It, it is, it is, and I'm, and I know that that's even kind of harsh because, like I said, Bobby Roode wasn't chicken shit in TNA, but that's just the analogy I'm using to compare the situation. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think TNA, GFW, Impact, Anthem, whatever the hell they want to call themselves now. <laughs> exactly. Um, they, that's what uh, everybody said on Twitter, like, what is, what's going on? Yeah, they. It, and they're it's too much. They're and they're crap, man. The fact that they're doing this to the Hardys, who uh, I have to say, stuck it out, especially especially last year. Um, the two guys that really even kept Impact Wrestling even somewhat relevant, and the way that they're treating them now is it that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean seriously, they if it wasn't for the Hardys. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even be on wrestling radar anymore. That's you know? true. It's it is, but yeah the 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 pay per view event, and that's all I will refer to it as. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up on Sunday actually looks very interesting. Even even Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks looks good. So, um, they've done a really good build with that too. So I think overall it's going to be a pretty pretty well stacked card. Yeah, I mean. Enzo and Cass, which I think has had a good build. What do you to think about well. that? Uh, this the back. Oh no no! What do you think about Han? Let me get me talk real quick. Enzo Amore's little speech he gave actually like won me over a little bit. I was talking shit about him a couple weeks ago. He kind of got me going a little bit. I was like, you can see he has some freak. I know he has passion, but like his little speech he gave was actually pretty good. He's always been a character. Yeah. He's always been good on the mic. But he's the good only- at like. He's he's getting a little better at not being so comical, but being serious too. Yeah, the only the only rip that I have about his promo on Monday. Now I don't know if this was part of the script or not. Maybe he he just kind of went off script on this part. But I was not a fan of him stopping the promo, started to exit the ring. Oh yeah, you weren't a fan of that. Back and picked up the mic after he. Yeah, he probably talked the same thing. It was a little different. That did. That felt very. Why? Why did yeah. you do that? You already made your point. You should. I, I mean, I get it. If you if you're a creative human being and you have something that you feel like is good, which don't get me wrong, it's it was still good, but it was just like now you're now you're going too far. You you went too far like because too you're you're yeah. adding too much to it. You know. Yeah. You got I think the maybe point. either he felt when he was done with the speech, he didn't get enough out of it from the crowd or from his mind. Or he was trying to switch it up and give more emphasis to the topic. Maybe. Um, either way, he... Uh, I understand, though. It felt a little, like, off. Big cast, though, man, here in this last week. 
uh, actually last I'd say three weeks. I because, did it for the cast. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he he was he, from the time that he actually was, which everybody knew he was the guy that attacked Enzo. Um, he was. Oh. Dude, everybody knew that. Everybody knew that was coming. I know. And the funny part is they actually addressed the topic, which is weird as hell. They like ruined it, the build up for it. It did. It was it was very very hokey. Like that's why I'm saying the the actual whole build to it was could have been way better. But in the last three weeks, having Big Cass do the kick in the face to start, the next week him coming out pretending like he's apologizing and then throwing him at the ramp, and then now for this week for uh, for Enzo to do his passionate speech and for Cass, I think he, I, I can't remember if it was last week or this week. I think yeah. it was last week where he walked out and threatened Corey Graves for revealing everything. Um, was very well done. Are you a fan of Corey Graves? Oh, yeah, dude. I've been a fan of Corey sometimes Graves. Sometimes I can't tell. Wrestled. Like, sometimes I really like him. Other times I'm like, are you just being so good of a heel that I don't like you right now? <laughs> no, he's he's both, dude. He's he's a natural. Like, I'm I'm so glad that once he, once he had to step out of the ring. I swear to you, I almost feel him. like he's a, like a more tattooed version of you. What, what he really is is he's a more tattooed current version of Jerry Lawler. He's oh yeah, he's, he's surpassed he's Jerry PG Lawler in the heel person. factor. He is definitely the PG Jerry Lawler, and yeah. I say that because he he's fit right into the PG. Like Jerry Lawler, I think everybody has always said was at his best in the Attitude Era when it came to commentary. But Corey Graves is now in that role, in my opinion. But he's in it in the PG style. Like yeah. he fits into it. He's still edgy. He still is that guy. I think he's great. But anyway, Cass coming out and threatening him was great heel work there on the part of Cass. And then the part that really set this match off for me to be like, wow, this can actually really be good if everything goes right on Sunday was when they were interviewing Cass backstage after Enzo's promo, yeah. and Enzo just jumped. Yeah, in. that was. I was, like, I was like, perfect. That is exactly what needed to happen. Oh yeah, right yep. There. yep, yep. Because that, that brought in that made you want to see it. Because like you said, the emotion that Enzo it delivered. It feels a little in, rushed though. It, it it was. I mean, the whole like, thing was. Why put it on Great Balls of Fire? Like, let them argue a little more and go to the next pay per view. Why are I, you I rushing mean, I here? Still think, I still think they can actually. Get they will. They're dude. They're gonna melt this. I think they can, but my SummerSlam, obviously. Uh, oh yeah. It's I mean, gonna I end. Think... It's gonna end wrong on Great Brawls of Fire. Something's gonna happen. A DQ. Something's gonna happen. Whatever, and they go to SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, or maybe uh, maybe a New Jersey, a New Jersey Punjabi prison. No, I'd like to see Last Man Standing. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know about that. I would because I can totally I can totally buy it and I I would I could not buy last minute and so Amori versus Cass look at those sizes and stuff you that's and that's the story that is the story right there could Enzo could Enzo little Enzo that's 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 good if you flip, flip it that way you're right that's what I'm saying can he can he keep big Cass down for ten that's that's the story right there that's all you need yeah um, and and yeah the build would be just like that if it wasn't for that little jump segment there right after his promo because he like you said he had passion in his promo people got into it mm -hmm. had he not jumped Cass like he did there would be no intrigue in that match but the fact that that because that's all i kept thinking when i was watching it i was like he's got to jump him he's got to jump uh. him 
and then yeah. as soon as it happened, I kind of felt the two of us. Yeah, I was like, I, that's what I wanted to see was him <laughs> jumping because now it brings intrigue. Now you want to see because you know Enzo's now ready to fight him. Yeah, he was trying to salvage the relationship for the last two weeks beforehand, which I didn't notice that he actually did have a tear in his eye, which, which I is thought different. Was great. Um, but yeah, that which, was you know you never, you never really see that kind of stuff happening where the person salvages the person backstabbing somebody. So that was a little different. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Like props, props to both Enzo yeah. and Cass and the creative it, team. So for somebody who bitches and complains about oh, there's no new storylines and stuff, that was pretty different. I mean, it was I mean, different. It, it wasn't different in the fact that it's not something that hasn't already. Yes, been but the style of how it went down. Yeah, I, I would say that that that's a good that's a fair comparison. I think that would. Be I mean, a, a good the story. guy they let the cow the bag and said it, Cass pretty much said, "Oh, it's not me," and then it gets down to it, Cass spills the beans before he even punched or kicks the guy. That's really weird and different. Didn't like that very much. And then you have Enzo week after week trying to reconcile the, the I can't say that reconcile the relationship. And then all of a sudden he's done. He wants to fight. So all in all, it's a different kind of turn. So, well, and I think they went the route of because because we've all seen it, and and actually this kind of goes back to the the Kane and Undertaker route a little bit, in this fact that if you recall back when that feud started, mm. Undertaker refused to fight his brother for yep. the longest time. Yep. And then it's it's kind of the same thing. The only difference here is a it was a very short short build for that moment because you knew back even back then you knew eventually taker would just have enough and just have to fight kane finally it's the same premise it was just done in a very short amount of time but it was like for this generation it made all the sense in the world because in this generation people try to reconcile the relationships they have but once they realize that there is no reconciliation, they stop trying and they do that. They realize that quickly. Yeah. So the fact that they did go that route, it still fits in this generation and it fits with the story. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I'm trying to think of the, anything else I can add. I think I'm actually going to end it 15 minutes, a little bit earlier than we usually do. Usually it's about an hour. Right now we're about 45 minutes. Not too bad. Um, yeah, like, Kenny Omega, number one. Do you want to say check out rumblingrumors.com, guys, for anything we post? Free things you want to talk about? Free wallpapers. Try to work on those as much as I can. Which articles. actually, those wallpapers are making more traction than my stupid articles. So Dude, don't even call your articles stupid because they they still work. So I know, I mean, but I'm saying I I can see the stats online. It shows me 50 people, 80 people, 100 people. The man, my Finn Balor and my freaking people like that top guys hundreds of people a day gonna just look at the wallpapers pretty cool uh, here let me here let me i'm gonna i'm gonna do something a little different i'm gonna kind of step on your toes a little bit here do. i'm gonna i'm gonna sell your website here we go <laughs> sell it okay so visit rumblingrumors.com for any free wallpapers that are available right there for your iphones for your androids samsung's whatever you got we got it there for you yep check out all of our articles share them on facebook share them on twitter find ramsey and i both on twitter ramsey at wwe ramsey and me travis at travis underscore falhark we are both available to talk to we love talking to our fans we love talking about wrestling hit us up at any time hit us on facebook at rumbling rumors on facebook you answer you ask any questions there we'll provide answers as soon as possible i'm telling you yeah. we are all about the wrestling we are all about the wrestling fans 
You've got the questions. We'll give you <laughs> our honest answers. I'll rewind the, okay, I'll rewind the outro. All right, guys. Well, I was trying to let Travis finish the outro. Travis, finish here. I'll rewind some more. You can finish off. You can send this oh. send off note. Okay. All right. So then, until you next got 10 week, seconds. ladies and <laughs> What? 10 seconds. Okay. Can I do it now? Can <laughs> Let's I do start it? Start over. Here you go, guys. You're going you're gonna to witness this again. Ready? Go. Okay. <laughs> until next week, goodbye. Good night. That was my thing I was going to do tonight, but whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. <laughs> Bye.